Welcome back to We Are Live, live from Midcoast Studio, Grand Center, St. Louis, Missouri. Big thanks to uh, all of you for tuning in and hitting that share button. Big thanks to Tech Electronics, local business that made this studio possible. We've got the streaming cameras, amazing mics, all this great equipment. That board is fantastic as well. If you have a business or uh, you're an individual looking for tech needs, check out Tech Electronics right here in the city of St. Louis, just down the street from Hillside Animal Hospital. Hit it, Gardner! Oh, we're hitting it. Dr. Ed. Dr. Ed. The good doctor is in. Dr. Ed. Hi, Dr. Ed. From hey, Hillside Animal Hospital each and every week. I'm in New York, Dr. Ed. I'm not in the studio. Oh, I, I, I kind of figured, you know, mm -hmm. I didn't see you here. That's very true. Uh, Travis is in New York, and uh, we're joined with uh, Tommy and Gardner in studio. Dr. Ed, we have a unique uh, animal story that uh, <clears throat> hit literally close to home yesterday. <laughs> and I don't know if, uh, I know you've probably worked on a lot of dogs named Bear, but I don't know if you want to uh, tackle this problem. Gardner, this is your department. Uh, it has to do with Eureka, yeah. Catholicism, uh, kind of. and Ursa, Ursa phobia. phobia. And probably the bear apocalypse. Mm -hmm. You know, what? Okay. <laughs> geniuses are laughed at at times. See, I'm channeling my inner Travis. Oh, here. boy. Here we I go. Like Travis, I learned this from you. I don't know why you're rolling your eyes. I don't, I don't like this at all. Geniuses get laughed at at times. You know, sometimes people might get laughed at for tweeting at the governor of the state to declare a state of emergency because of bear intrusions, bear invasions in the St. Louis area. It started happening at a pretty regular pace last year. Maybe even building a wall around St. Louis City, a barricade, if you will, to protect the residents. Did you hurt yourself on that one? Uh, see, people get mocked for things like that. And then, you know, stories pop up. Like you said, in Eureka, Missouri. You know, why don't we let Mike Bush of KSDK tell us a little bit more. A young bear is back in the wild after a brief but high-profile run through Eureka this afternoon. You can see a local business caught video of the bear running through their property, confused and switching directions. Soon police were hot on its tail. They followed it here, most sacred heart church and school. Some teachers propped open a door so they could move big items out of the school. Workers caught video of the bear before it ran into a bathroom where they trapped it. Luckily, nobody was hurt, but the bear did some damage and certainly got a lot of attention. It cut not only through the drywall, but into the metal studs. You can see it bent the metal studs. It was awesome. I had <laughs> barely had time to even see the texts and stuff. A few pop up and catch my eye. One was, how dare you guys let a Boston Bruin in your school building? Oh, damn it. Cam Jansen. <laughs> the bear was released back into the wild, away from any populated area. Oh, okay, yeah. Let's make fun of the fact that bears are just walking into schools where your kids are, folks. Yeah, but you missed what he said. He goes, he goes, uh, he bent the metal beams. It, it was awesome. Yeah. He said that. So it's they are awesome why, animals. Why can't bears worship, Gardner? Yeah, he was, he was there to uh, participate in confession. You think Satan's minions are there to worship? Oh, wow. You think Maybe. the oh, wow. Ursa are there to worship? The Ursa 
are here to team with aliens to take us over, Travis. Maybe he's trying to get things right before the bear apocalypse. That's right. Oh. Yeah. Atoning for his sins before he yeah. attacks. So yeah. let's. Oh, that's that's a good call. Yeah. I mean, that's. What is wrong with that? But what is wrong with that? What if the aliens and bears are teaming up and saying, "Look, humans, you've had a good run." You clearly haven't taken care of the planet. It's our turn to save yeah. the world. Travis, it's what hard for me to what's argue wrong with that? that. Could Charlie That's, could so. Charlie use her time machine and fix all this? Ooh. And what do we say about exclusive property of Sesame Street? Hmm. What do we say? I about thought it was that? Adam Bertel's property. What do we say about that? <laughs> no, what do we say about that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm you just apologize. See, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm gonna start suing. Midco's media is gonna start getting invoices. Mm. I did see uh, that bear apparently ended up in the boys' restroom, and okay. one of the quotes said that it did some damage in the boys' restroom, and I was like, oh, I wonder what that means. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. What As does that uh, mean? Do, Wait, hold on. Do bears do it in the in the woods or in the bathroom? That's what we were. Yeah. I guess we could have an answer to that very soon. I don't know if we want to dive into that, but I mean, Wait. it answers the. I mean, the, was it a cob? It looked like a smaller bear. Yeah, it was about it was about eighteen months old, ninety pound bear. Yeah, right. they're still apex predators. I agree. Doctor Ed, you're a professional. How'd they trap it? They tranked it eventually. You know, yeah. Who did the conservation department? Yeah, the yeah. conservation department did. Yeah. And then I guess I believe they released it in uh, Jefferson County, which Better could up. mean, you know, whatever. I would I could have used a new rug here personally. Oh. Yeah. Hey man. I don't, Excuse I don't, me. That's yeah. rude. That's unnecessary. Well, they're bears. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. you have to. Yeah, they're fine. No, they're not fine. It's a black, Tommy, it's that's a black the problem bear. here it's is that we bear, treat it Travis, as jokes yeah. and such. They are apex predators. That's How often does a story like this happen, though? In more, our area, thank you. more often than it has uh, before. It's getting. I mean, their yeah. migration is coming this the way. The media is anti-bear. Well, is what it, do you expect from the anti-bear they should bear be. media? Is it their migration or our migration? It's thank their you. migration. Thank you, Tommy. Flooding Thank could you. have something we've to do with this that place too, man. Right. Yeah, but we've had people on from the Missouri Department of Conversation on the radio <laughs> side. We've had two guests on discussing this. Can before. we add that to Travis's? Yeah. Uh, you said the Missouri Department of Con- Conversation. Oh, did I say yeah. that? <laughs> oh, damn it. Hey, why uh, is it going to add it to my list? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you can't say it. Uh, Dr. Ed. Write that down, Tommy, yeah. so I don't forget, please. Thank you. You are a, uh, a veterinarian and uh, a professional of sorts in the last uh, several years in the Missouri-St. Louis area. Any... Um, bear-related treatments on pets that you've ever taken care of? Any expertise that you've had to lend for bear issues? How do we uh, tap into all this bear knowledge? I feel like you're hiding from us. No, i got nothing to say. About nothing? nothing? Yeah. i got nothing. How do you Thank you. Have... Thank you, Dr. Ed. I can barely speak on the subject. Barely? Oh, no. You did that Stop on purpose. Oh, Stop God. Him. Son of a Dr. Ed, for the love of Christ, man. You guys just serve him up on <sighs> the ladder. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. So do we care that this bear was uh, raiding a Catholic school in Eureka? No, because, and I resent the fact that Gardner keeps referring to them as apex predators. If bears are apex predators, then what are humans? Humans. The ultimate prey. Yeah. Now we're predators. We're predators. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Very disgusting predators at that. So <laughs> I think if we're going to start locking people up, let's start with the human race first. I, well, hey, I thought you were against that. Yeah, I thought you were I mean, against that's that. What that's why you have trouble with Kamala Harris. So then the, what, what's your issue there then? I said justly. Justly. Lock them up justly. Hey, There's a justice system. Hey. We David should honor Bowie, that. I don't disagree with David Bowie's lyric. 
Homo sapiens have outgrown their use. I don't disagree there. Thank you. So I can't. I'm Thank not going to argue that point with you, Travis. Huh. Okay. So maybe the bears are just taking back what's theirs. We sit up here. We voted for a man that said he wanted to take back the country. Maybe bears made a vote themselves and said we take it back what's ours. Then. Hmm. You think about that, did you? No, I didn't. He's got a point, people. Uh, as far as uh, Dr. Ed goes, I know you're going to be seeing some bears live and up close. Game three and four of the NHL Ooh. Stanley Cup playoffs. Let's give Dr. Ed a round of applause. He secured tickets wow. to games three and four, everybody. We're excited for you. Yeah, I don't have them in hand yet, but, it's, you know, <laughs> I guess, you know, if I get, once I get them, I'll be, I'll be really excited. Be ready to rock. Yeah. yeah. Years yeah. in the making. Think they're going to come back? Uh, yeah, I think they'll have a better game than they did in game one. They started out gangbusters, but, you know, they just let Boston get back into it. It's a very good team they're playing against. Travis, would you like Dr. Ed to take you uh, to watch the Stanley Cup Finals? Dr. Ed, you're inviting me to the Stanley Cup Finals? <laughs> I don't think those words came out of my mouth. Oh, I must have. Oh. I'm mistaken. Let's, let's I'm sorry. Rewind the tape and find uh-huh. out. Sorry about that. Oh, Travis. okay. Because mm. I, I would love to. I mean. I got lots of friends all of a sudden. We don't even. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tommy don't even know them. Do you even know two hockey players, Tommy? Tarasenko. Oh, he said it right. And, okay. Uh, and that other guy from St. Louis. Yeah. Vlad. Come Mayer. on. Vladimir. You think a guy from named Vladimir's from St. Louis? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, hold on, give me a second. You can't look it up, Tommy. I'm not looking it up. I'm not looking it up. Oh, While Tommy's well, Tommy's researching, I'll tell you about Pet One St. Louis West. Jordan Bennington. Oh, Jordan Bennington. There you go. Mm, there he goes. Pet One St. Louis West. <laughs> fresh pet food delivered. Great ingredients. Great products. Check them out online. Pet One St. Louis West. Dot com. Give a shout out to Lynette and Nick, owners of Pet Once St. Louis West. Travis, we Doc, got the- Dr. Ed, as, as, before we get into dogs on film, I, I just want to get Dr. Ed's opinion because he actually, you know, unlike you other Scrooges, grew up in St. Louis. So I'm curious to actually get his thoughts on St. Louis identity. I made the point early in the show that St. Louis is, in fact, just a baseball town. And I would imagine you probably had some blowback or you may dispute that point. Oh, yeah, I don't think, yeah, I think we're a lot more than just a, just a baseball town. I think St. Louis is known, you know, for, uh, well, obviously for the blues, you know, but also for the soccer, soccer heritage in St. Louis is, is just incredible, especially coming from the Hill. You know, the game of their lives, the 1950 World Cup team with, with uh, what, seven St. Louis's on the roster? That's pretty wild. Yeah. 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 Huh. Travis? Crazy. You want to shoot down Dr. Ed? No, he's a he's a respected man of the community, and I respect his opinion more than anyone else in the studio right now. So, hey, I Doctor Ed can speak to it. You uh, you lose. Oh. That's not how it works, Tommy. Yeah, it is how it works. <laughs> you guys That's not how it works at all. <laughs> That's not how it works, Tommy. <laughs> it's not uh, how it have... works at all, Tommy. Oh, we had right. one other uh, animal story to get to before we go to uh, Dogs on Film, which is narrated by the great Sean, who's friends with uh, Tommy. Gardner, do we have a photo of a, uh, of a lost cat uh, that I wanted to see if Dr. Ed could help us out with? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was thinking, Dr. Ed, if you could identify this. Travis, you may have, uh, <laughs> you may have seen this uh, somewhere, 
But uh, this was posted to Craigslist, and uh, someone found a, a lost cat. Yeah. And uh, that short tail. It's a found cat. Uh, if you're looking, it looks to be in between 30 and 35 pounds. Kind of a beefy head, <laughs> eyes as big as quarters, and uh, it's it's ready. Would you describe that cat as ready? Yeah. 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 Ready to eat you? Or <laughs> so this uh, this was a Craigslist post. And uh, mm, no, Richmond, Virginia, and uh, oh boy, they uh, free to a good home. Yep, apparently, they found uh, a cat they thought it was a Bengal Maine Coon mix. And they said he's big and chubby, looks well taken care of, and he's scratched me a few times. Could someone please get their pet? You need to go get a tetanus shot Mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah, that's a problem, and then. I believe there was an update where he posted that, and then uh, people were informing him, yeah, yeah, fella, you got a bobcat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He's crazy and has gotten into everything in the house in one night and is extremely aggressive. Even though I'm almost sure this is someone's pet, unfortunately, if no one contacts me soon enough, Mm -hmm. I'll have to take him by a shelter by Sunday night, most likely. I'll have to take him in. Almost lost my finger this morning trying to pet him. That's been growling and hissing and calling all morning. He's just a big grouch. Please text or email. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hmm. Yeah, and I'm sure he's litter box trained. Yeah. yeah. Looks yeah. like it. Oh, boy. Yeah, and oh, those yeah. those cats are known for just marking up everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's all they do. Mm. <laughs> you guys ruined his house. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Was there any more updates? Uh, I think that we've, we're just going to let him go. I imagine if he would have actually tried to transport that bobcat to a shelter like just being in the car with that thing oh i mean yeah, just to, the aggression oh, to how did he, the air. trying to get it into a carrier yeah how did he get it in yeah like how did he, i don't he just open the door and let yeah it probably open the door yeah i mean <laughs> travis um that uh, what, what do you think uh who are you blaming this on well chris we don't get wild animals up here in new york city you see uh we're an urban area so that type of thing doesn't happen here. So I don't know how you hillbillies would handle such a situation like that. They're just rats, I guess. Mm. He's got some rats. Oh, the rats are. That That's a good point. That is, is very why, true. Is that why you moved up there to get away from the bears? And um, I'm actually closer. I was. We were talking about a video of mm-hmm. one of the bears being in New Jersey recently. Sixty miles. And away. and. I, I just don't understand the fear of bears. They open sodas, they slide down the hills when it's snowing. That's a cartoon. They You're thinking of funny. cartoons, Travis. They, I don't, but but still, like a bear ain't never harassed me. A bear has never, you know, pulled me over and say that my tail light was out. A mm-hmm. bear has, you know, never called me a racial slur. So I don't mm-hmm. understand why people are so antagonistic to bears considering they are friends they're kind and the literature wouldn't make them out to be the heroes that they were if they weren't you've heard of grizzly man right Mm -hmm. oh Oh, yeah that was because he was he was he was was, he was a place where he shouldn't be Mr. Bear, hello, Mr. Bear, that guy. See, Dr. Ed, that's the equivalent, that's the equivalent of Tommy going to North City at 1 a.m. Like, he had no business being there. So, Tommy, you know, you you couldn't handle 20 minutes in North City, St. Louis, so relax. 
I, but, but that's I the equivalent. That's what happened to Grizzly Man. Okay, let's maybe okay. Make that a... name. He'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, I, yeah. Will, I will say, yeah. Tommy, yeah. researcher uh, Tommy does have the uh, the article pulled up that it says it's totally fake, and yeah, that's uh, yeah, I don't care. So the that's actual a good, story, that's a good gag. The actual story came from an Instagram post of a uh, rescued bobcat. That's where all the pictures came from. And mm-hmm. so uh, they just kind of took those and put it into the gag. It's I'm still a fan funny. of the It is very funny. Typical. I hated to be that guy. I was hoping you didn't Oh, bring it no, up. no, no, no. That's great. Yeah, you would have to think that. Would it be wasn't great. It's a story about lying about animals, and I am offended. Hmm. Yeah, be quiet. Of course you are. You're a New Yorker now. You've got to be outraged about something, right? That's your brand. Ah, what am I'm I pissed off about today? I'm just woke. Ah. Oh, yeah. That's all I am. I'm woke. Both four-letter words. Don't forget that. Guys, we do dogs on film each and every week. Gardner puts upon it, done a, <laughs> a lot of production work into it with our highly paid voiceover man, Sean. Mm-hmm. Let's do some dogs on film, everybody. Hold on one second. Oh, God. Now we will. Gardner, what happens on Dogs on Film besides me dominating on a weekly basis? That's back-to-back weeks for you right now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And I'm a humble guy. I so tell. We I, learned that uh, in the first hour. I don't rub that in too much. I've been called a hillbilly today, and I didn't, uh, yeah. I didn't we uh, all have. take kindly to that. We all have. That's true. It yeah. just, where, the, where, there's, where those words come from, there has to be credibility sometimes. And so that's why it doesn't hurt as much today. Um, so Dogs on Film. I've said before, the title, Dogs on Film, would indicate Dogs on Film. But we ran out of dog movies. So we come up with different themes. For movies, six total movies, three pairings, three sets. We put one movie versus another. You guys have to guess which one has a better score on Rotten Tomatoes. If you do, you get a point. You can max out at three points. At the end of those three pairings, we see who has the most points. If there's a tie then we have a tiebreaker in which you guys will guess closest to the actual score on Rotten Tomatoes. Sometimes we don't need it. Sometimes someone just wins out. But we always play the tiebreaker just to see what might have been. What might have been. So that's how all that works. So we'll get to the themes here. As Chris said, um, Sean, my friend Sean, narrates these. And we did so on Monday in our local watering hole. We just sat inside. It was a light crowd that day. So we just sat in the corner and recorded. Not, hey, not physical weight. Hey, can you turn down match game on the television? We're trying to record over here. <laughs> Calm down here. I don't need Richard Dawson yelling right now, okay? So we uh, sat in there and recorded. Uh, I would like to say this, too, real quick, before we uh, continue. Stay tuned, folks. For the end of the show, we are going to celebrate a special anniversary. Teaser. At the end of the show. So mm-hmm. I wanted, well, I have your attention. I wanted to mention that as well. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Okay. Maybe, now, maybe next week we can do bears on film. Actually, we've done Ooh. some bear movies before. Yeah, we, Let right? me look back and see what we've done and see what else I have. But that's an idea. You mentioned, you mentioned Grizzly Man. Like, that for, like hearing Warner Herzog say, like, I could not show the footage that was found. And then it was the most harrowing thing I've ever saying, seen. Just telling and just telling what happened. Destroy it. There's video of two people being eaten alive it's, by a bear. I don't, don't want to. How do you? Stop. Oh, Is it on YouTube? Uh, 
on. Have you seen the documentary? No, Travis? there's fake ones on YouTube. Fake audio, at least. Oh, yeah. okay. Travis, have you have you seen the documentary? I have not seen the documentary. You haven't. It's it's. I'd say go back and watch it. It is incredible, and it's not necessarily a, a nature documentary. It's more a psychological uh, delve into a crazy Stop person. Stop doing this. It's it's so so yeah. Mm. So throughout this game. I'll let you guys know if maybe a couple of you uh, have a right answer. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. You'll hear that. Or maybe a wrong answer. <laughs> You'll hear that. And uh, so that's how we're going to do it. Our themes today. Okay. Your first theme. We're going to continue with New York movies. <clears throat> and your first theme. New York movies. They have a New York setting is kind of how this is going to be. We've done this for a number of weeks now with Travis in New York, so let's continue with this. Yeah. Here is your first movie. First up, we have Saturday Night Fever, 1977. Drama, romance, two hours. Tony Monero, John Travolta, doesn't have much going for him during the weekdays. He still lives in a, at home with, a, and works as a paint clerk in, a, in his Brooklyn, New York neighborhood. But he lives for weekends when he and his friends go to the local disco and dance the night away. When a big dance competition is announced, he wrangles his beautiful and talented Stephanie, Karen Lynn Gorney, to be his partner as a two train for the big night they start to fall for each other as well you're a big disco guy no no i'm not but i like disco yeah yeah i've been to disco techs i had a girlfriend inga benson who was a dancer and she used to drag me to these disco techs where sometimes i couldn't get in but she always did because she was young and beautiful you a good dancer i used to be 100 pounds ago all right there's your mm. first one saturday night fever do you like that movie dr Ed? i did yeah yeah I don't know. I never understood it. Just not, uh, not my time. Trav, you a big Saturday Night Fever guy? Let's go. <laughs> Doesn't want to go against the great Dr. Ed. Here's the second one. Squid and the Whale, 2005 drama comedy, one hour, 28 minutes. A pair of brothers living in Brooklyn are caught in the middle of a deeply affected, uh, caught in the middle of and deeply affected by the divorce of their erudite parents, Bernard, Jeff Daniels, and Joan Berkman, Laura Linney. Older sibling, older sibling Walt, Jesse S. Eisenberg, sides with dad and acts out and acts out at school, while younger brother Frank, Owen Klein, quietly backs up mom. Household tensions rises further when Joan's writing career takes off and surpasses the failed ambitions of her professor ex-husband. You like that Jeff Daniels? He's okay, yeah. He's on Broadway now. You ever been to Broadway? Yes, I've been to several Broadway shows. You know, I am from New York City, for crying out loud. Do you have a... Sing us a Broadway song. Okay. Dulcinea, Dulcinea, da-da-dee-da-da-da-dee-da, Dulcinea. That's from my man of La Mancha. I am Pancho. Sancho. There you go. Why does he know that Jeff Daniels is doing a play on Broadway right now? He I don't keeps know. up with that? I don't mm-hmm. know. He, He's doing, what, the Kill a Mockingbird? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Actually, I edited that part out. He was going on and on about Atticus Finch, and we had to get things. Yeah, we had to Highest get grocery things. show on Broadway this year, by the way. Really? We should go to that one. Uh, hell, it's been sold out, and actually, yeah. Broadway is booming. It's like the, the Broadway shows over the last year have—it's uh, been an all-time high in the box office. All right, so because have... I'm a New York, I know these things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, the Squid and the Whale versus Saturday Night Fever. 
I'm going Saturday Night Fever. I gotta do. I gotta go with that just by default. I don't think I've I've never seen the other one. Uh, Squid and the Whale because it's just so off the beaten path. Did I help with this? I don't think you did. Squid and the Whale. Those of you that picked Squid and the Whale. Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. Are correct. I'm sorry. Squid and the Whale, 93. What? Saturday Night Fever, 85. That's a, that's a really good rating. I didn't, re- I didn't know if it was one of those that was kind of pumped up for the time or whatever. So that was a mm-hmm. really good movie then, huh? I've never seen it. What, Squid and the Whale? Yeah. No, I've never seen that. I've never, yeah, that's, uh, that's interesting. Are you surprised? Have you seen Squid and the Whale, Gardner? Uh, I've only You're seen part of it. Ask, yeah. And it's actually, it's not a long movie, I don't think. Hmm. And um, I'm trying to remember when it came out. It was, I remember it being critically acclaimed when it came out, though. Um, so we have, after one round, Chris and Tommy with one, Dr. Ed and Travis nil. Your second second pairing of movies are like comedic gangster movies. Comedic gangster movies. You ready? Hmm. Here's okay. your first one. Next we have My Blue Heaven, 1990, comedy, or crime, comedy, one hour, 37 minutes. Vince Anantoli, Steve Martin, Vinny, Vinny Anna, 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 Antonelli, Steve Martin, trades the mob for the witness protection program and moves to a small suburb in California. But for Vinny, old ways die hard. He becomes a challenge for Barney Coppersmith, Rick Moranis. Cooper Smith. Comes a challenge for Barney Coopersmith, Rick Moranis, the FBI agent in charge of making sure Vinny keeps a low profile before he can testify against the former mob associates. Barney, though, might actually be able to learn some things from Vinny. That is, if Barney can keep him long, uh, keep him, keep him alive long enough. Heard a rumor that you used to eat ladybugs. Yes, I ate ladybugs. Why? I was always on the outfield. The ladybugs would just land on me for some reason. And the black guys are all like, <laughs> and I'd go, hey, ladybugs. They eat them and they're like, ah, damn, fucking crazy. Who call you lizard? Lizard! They call me lizard. Because I ain't bug. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, my blue heaven is your first one. You're just going to skip over the ladybug thing? Yeah. I mean, that's the that's, least harmful thing he's ingested in the last 30 it's years. Normal. Normal. Going against? The Whole Nine Yards, 2000. Crime Adventure, one hour, 41 minutes. Jimmy, the tulip, Tedeschi, Bruce Willis, a mob hitman turned informant, ratted on the mob and put his life in jeopardy. Now he has moved to a suburban Montreal, ostensibly to make a new start. Good job on ostensibly. Thank you. His next door neighbor is a mild-mannered, unhappy, married, unhappily married dentist, Nick Oz Osarensky. Ozerentz. Ozerentz. Matthew Perry. Nick recognizes Jimmy from the newspaper stories about his mob testimony. And that's when, that's when Nick's simple, boring world turns upside down. You know who Matthew Perry's stepfather is? No. Are you familiar with Keith Morrison from Dateline? Oh, the guy who talks like this. How about that? It's a stepfather? Yeah. How about that? Well, no wonder. Can you talk like Keith Morrison? Keith Morrison. <laughs> Short-term memory loss. Yes, oh, very boy. Much so. oh boy. I think I just stared at him after that. All right, so we have the whole nine yards versus my blue heaven. I'll go with the whole nine yards. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that too. I, I enjoyed that movie. I, Matthew, I like Matthew Perry. My blue heaven because I like Rick Moranis. Okay, Travis. I'm going my blue heaven as well. Right. My blue heaveners. 
Yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. My Blue Heaven takes it. 71 for My Blue Heaven. 45 for the Ooh. whole nine yards. No. 45 for the whole nine yards. That's a problem. So, Tommy has two. Yes. Chris has one. Travis has one. Dr. Ed. Hanging it up. Is uh, <clears throat> giving it a good effort. <laughs> All right. Our next pairing of movies. With the Blues playing the Bruins. They're playing in Boston. Uh oh we have movies set in Boston. Mm. Set in Boston. This sounds intriguing. Boston Market, the mm. movie. Is that a movie? Mm. No. It should be. Mm. Wait, was that your Mark Wahlberg? I got your Mark Wahlberg right oh, here, that's kid. that's a terrible Mark Wahlberg. It's not. I can cut your mic, though, if you want to talk about it. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Tommy, sorry he couldn't make it, by the way. Oh, say hi to Tommy for me, will you? Yeah. I'm a good kid. Next we have Black Mass 2015, drama crime, two hours, three minutes. While his brother Bill, Benedict Cumber Cumberbatch, remains a powerful leader in the Massachusetts Senate, Irish hoodlum James Whitey Bulger, Johnny Depp, continues to, per to per pursue his life of crime in 1970s Boston. Approached by FBI agent John Connolly, Joel Edgerton, the lawman convinces Whitey to help the agency fight the Italian mob. As their unholy alliance spirals out of control, Bulger increases his power and evades capture to become one of the most dangerous gangsters in U.S. history. You know, I, I always I was fascinated with the Whitey Bulger f***ing whole thing. Why? Because, you know, I, I like a good Irish f***ing, you know, gangster. As brutal as he might have been. He's a terrible person. Absolutely, but they got him. <laughs> terrible human <laughs> sure. being. Uh, all right. Black Mass is your first Boston movie. Going against. And next we have The Equalizer, 2014, thriller action, two hours, 12 minutes. Robert McCall, Denzel Washington, a man of mysterious origins who believes he has who believes he has put the past behind him, dedicates himself to, to, to creating a quiet new life in Boston. However, he meets Terry, Chloe Grace Moretz, a teenager who has been manhandled by violent Russian mobsters. He simply cannot walk away. With his set of form formidable skills, McCall comes out of self-imposed retirement and emerges and emerges and as an as an invent as an avenging angel, ready to take down anyone who brutalizes a helpless. I did see that. He's a badass motherfucker in that one. Mm -hmm. Oh boy. Mm -hmm. You have the Equalizer oh. versus Black Mass. That's hard. Who's in the lead right now, Tommy? Yeah. You go first. You have two or one? Two. Oh. I have to go with Equalizer because, damn it, with the character, like with the actors. They're big in Black Mass, but I see Equalizer around more. Okay. So it's on TV more. Okay. I think so Black Mass was a was an unfortunate. Uh, it was. It's probably fresh, but I think it didn't hit like they thought it was going to be The Departed, and it was not. Uh, I gotta go with Equalizer. Equalizer was great. Doctor Ed. I wanted to go with the Equalizer. I guess I'll stick with that. Okay, Travis. I will, uh, well, shoot, I can't win. So I will go with um, the other film. Would you can't win? What's the other film? Uh, Black Mass? Yeah, it's called Black Mass. Now, if you get it right, you're one behind Tommy. Or you tie Tommy, correct? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So I need Black Mass to hit something on Black Mass. Black Mass. Yeah, dog. Yeah, oh, dog. Fuck. Wow. Black Mass. Wow. No 
cursing with yeah, Dr. Edlock. I was going to say, Tommy, let's, let's, let's calm it down. Intern's about to go back to notes on the couch. Gotta what do we careful. got here? Was that a black bear in a, in a Catholic school? Maybe it was there for the black man. Black <laughs> Matt, write that down, please. Please don't steal that from Dr. Ed. That was a good joke. The Equalizer, a 60. Black Mass, a 73. Do we feel that? Did you? I thought Equalizer was awesome. I've right? never seen it. I've never seen it. Oh, you haven't seen it? I imagine it to be. It I was awesome. It. It's Rod Tomatoes races hell. I'm telling you. <laughs> black director, black actor. Gotta always think like the white man. Okay. Mm, yeah. mm. What's Black Panther rated on there? 97. Okay. Uh, yeah, where are those eyes going? Where are those eyes going there, Chuck? Yeah, that's, that's because Black Panther <laughs> is every movie critic's my, black best friend. Yeah. <laughs> You got, you got to have oh, a crush, I, I, right? I gave Black Panther, yeah, I gave Black Panther a high score. Yeah. And so then that allows critics to go and continue to be racist elsewhere. That same person also gave Green Book a 100. So. <laughs> exactly. All right, we got a tie. Oh, it looks like a, we got a tiebreaker. Tommy and Travis. No cursing when Dr. Ed yeah, is I on, Tommy. Him. I'm sorry. I apologize. What's this got to do with me? And, and your dad is watching. Because you're respected. Wait, is my dad really respect watching? you. Is he really watching? Mm-hmm. Is he in the feed? Travis doesn't yeah, know anything he's in about the mm-hmm. Who watches anything? Or anything? Is tell he him. watching? I haven't seen it. No. I, I am. I, I'm, I'm in the feed right now. I'm watching him uh, Who's comment feeding? on the feed right now. Who's feeding? It's Facebook. It's a We Are Live feed. <laughs> I'm watching it right now on my phone. Okay. Look at that face. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, our tiebreaker. Let's continue with that Boston thing. Why don't we? Oh, nice. And for the tiebreaker, we have Patriots Day, 2016. Drama crime, two hours, 13 minutes. Tragedy strikes on April 15, 2013, when two bombs explode during the Boston Marathon. In the aftermath of the attack, Police Sergeant Tommy Saunders, Mark Wahlberg, FBI Special Agent Richard Deslares, Kevin Bacon, and Commissioner Ed Davis, John Goodman, join courageous survivors. First responders and investigators in a race around a race against the clock to hunt down the suspects and bring them to justice. You like that Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, he's fine. I like Kevin Bacon. I like John Goodman. I like them all. I'd like to see that. Well, I think it's time. I gotta go to the bathroom. Okay? Are we done? All right, thanks. I'll Tommy, you need to get your boy under control again. <laughs> We're losing Sean. Patriots Day. Travis, you go first. Closest to the actual score. It was actually a pretty good film. I am going to go 85. 74. 85 for Travis. 74 for Tommy. It's at, and uh, let's let you guys guess as well. I'm going to go 54. Dr. Ed. 70. 70 for Dr. Ed. Travis and Tommy are closest. Uh-oh. It's an 80. Mm. Travis wins by one. He went with what 85. A, a 74. I was with 86, which still wouldn't have helped. You should have went the $1 way and gone 84. It's just, me, it's just under. me, or when Travis leans back, he looks kind of holy with that. You know, with the light? Here I am, Lord. Looking, coming out of the light. 
my lord. Oh, no. no it's, it's me. Not you. Nope, nope. Nope, 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 nope. Congratulations to Travis on the big win. I'm sure he'll keep this on his uh, mantle in the bodega in which he films in every uh, morning here on We Are Live. No? Not a thing? Don't be, be disrespectful to my New York streets. Mm, Got to watch out for that. Dr. Ed, uh, summer, it's heating up. Keep your pets cool. Got to keep an eye on ticks, heartworms, all that good stuff. Anything uh, that we need to toss out to the people so they can stay aware? Yeah, I was in the Schnucks parking lot the other day, um, and I heard a dog barking in the car. And I mean, I was walk, walking around trying to find that dog right when the owner walked up. And I, like, wow. It was know. bad. Well, I, no, it wasn't. She, you know, she said she was literally only gone for five minutes, and I'm like, you know, that's long enough. Yeah, and then she was like, well, what do you know about that? And then you yeah. whipped out your uh, credentials, and she's like, all right, sorry. No, that's just a general reminder. It happens every year, you know, unfortunately to kids too, but. Right. Oh my know. gosh. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, keep an eye out for your pets. And uh, if you have any uh, needs for your pets, be sure to go to Hillside Animal Hospital. Dr. Ed, congrats on the tickets. We're going to have a lot to talk about after you go to those games. Yeah. Lifelong dream. Like I said, I've been a fan. I've been, you know, St. Louis and I've been a fan since 67, the first year. So this is only going to be the second um, Stanley Cup playoff game I've ever gone to. Unbelievable. Travis, can you at least be happy for the St. Louis and going to a Stanley Cup final? No. <laughs> we'll take a break and let the good doctor be on his way. Uh, Dr. Ed, again, is uh, the owner and proprietor of uh, Hillside Animal Hospital. Be sure to support Gateway Pet Guardians, which he does as well. Dr. Ed, thank you as always, sir. Yep, thank you. Always a pleasure. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. We are live, live, live. We are live, live, live. We are live, live, live. We are live. Welcome back to We Are Live. Live from St. Louis, Missouri. Big thanks to Dr. Ed from Hillside Animal Hospital. Uh, big shout out to our friends at Tani Sushi Bistro. Uh, I don't know how many people uh, were paying attention. A few months back, we mentioned we were working on a project with them. Uh, our company here, Midcoast Media, helped them produce a new video podcast series hosted by Matt Whitener and uh, Eric Heckman, who owns Tani. Uh, it's a digital dining experience, talking to super successful, super um, interesting people. First guests on the new podcast, Travis, Orlando Pace. Ever heard of him? Um... Don Sorensen. Has Tommy ever heard of him? Oh, fair question. <laughs> I have. He's a baseball player. Hall of Fame football player. Uh, but, uh, ah, damn it, Tommy. Eric, uh, Eric's a friend, and he just, did a, case. <laughs> he just did a spot on Fox 2 this morning, oh. and we were very happy to uh, work with them. This is a really cool project. You know we love Matt Whitener, as he's one of uh, our dudes here on the show. So Matt, Eric, everybody, Tani, Orlando, Don, Doug Pitt, who happens to be, uh, he happens to have a fairly famous brother, is one of the first guests as well. Otis Pitt. Pitt. Otis His Pitt. brother Otis Pitt is the one yeah. who owns a chain of barbecue pits around the country. That's fair. That's Very fair. popular guy. Wait, I thought it was a Brad chain Pitt. Of Otis Pitt. It is Brad Pitt's mm -hmm. brother, actually. Is it really? Yeah, and if you see it, it's oh, kind man. of freaky how much he looks like him, right? A little bit. <laughs> it's uh, in person. It's much more apparent. So, yeah, check that out. Big shout-out to Tani and uh, Brandon Sloan for filming and uh, us at uh, Midcoast for helping out with that. So, excited about that. Tommy, um... Tommy just said it with confidence. He learned that from Travis, just so you know, Travis. Mm -hmm. See what you're doing? You're an He's a baseball player. He said it just like that. He learned that from you. You might be wrong. You're welcome. But just say it with confidence, and 
Someone will think you're right. I thought he played for the Detroit Tigers. Mm. Oh, really? Mm. Well, really? Mm. See, that's an interesting mm. wrinkle. I did not expect you to say that. Why? I don't know why. Trav, you pouring a little of the sacrament? What are we sipping on? Uh, I'm sipping on the H2O, baby. Mm. Mm-hmm. Further back. What, what, what about closer to you? It's nothing. Oh, so I'm drinking on. Why, right, why I got to be right. drinking every morning, man? I mean, you know, some days you kind of want to have a glass of wine. Other days you got coffee or water. It's about living your life, man. Wise words. You guys should see how great shape I'm in right now. Like it is going to be infuriating when you guys see me. Yeah, take take your shirt. shirt. Oh, this is happening. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's got a bra on. Come on. <laughs> that a sports brawl? Uh-huh. For his pleasure. Hey. <laughs> Stand up and show us your six-pack. Show us your abdomen. I don't like the way you guys are treating my body. Show us your abdomen. <laughs> show us your abs. No. <laughs> <laughs> a rare moment of vulnerability from Travis Terrell. Good for He's him. He's even clutching. Can I sh- my, my belt loops, though, are uh. off the chain. Good for you. I'm having like to you guys should see loops. the belt loops. Oh, I'm not adding any belt loops. I look good. Okay. You look good enough that Tommy Bannister of Circa Properties would help look you with that. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. While yeah. Travis flexes on us, Tommy Bannister will flex on the market for you for a new home. He'll take care of you. He's got a great team behind him. Tommy is a lifelong St. Louis and dedicating to helping out his clients. That's right. Buying or selling, you hit up Tommy Bannister. Circa Properties. Send me a DM if you need his info, or you can uh, check him out on Facebook. That's Tommy Bannister at Circa Properties. Huge shout-out to uh, Tommy and the team at Circa. And then another quick shout-out to our friends Tom Duff and Debbie at Mental Health Matters, the podcast by St. Louis Counseling Services. Gardner, you've done a bang-up job producing that. They're kicking ass, and we want everybody to know they're breaking down the stigma one client at a time. That's Mental Health Matters, the podcast, St. Louis Counseling Services, Improving Lives Since 1955. We've got fair foul to get to, and uh, I will say there's a hell of a prize on the line, so let's make sure we got a bunch of great submissions. Fair or foul, Whitney Houston hologram concert tour. <laughs> Email us, wall at weareliveradio.com. We'll get to those in just a moment or two. Gardner, uh, you teased something earlier, and it mm-hmm. seems like it's a, it's a humdinger, my friend. Today is May 29th, 2019. The year of our Lord. One year ago today. Do you guys remember what happened? Tommy. Something involving Eric Greitens. You nailed it, Tommy. There you go, one, Thomas. One year ago today. My post-it note that was placed in the Capitol building in Jefferson City saying, Greitens, you a hoe. Thank you, Travis. Mm. Not a problem. Got the point across. He blessed you with that. And Eric Greitens resigned as Missouri governor. Resigned in disgrace. And um, it's time to commemorate that with our final This Day in Greitens history, gentlemen. Ah. Are you guys ready? And ready. Let's do it. <laughs> Here's her. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Tommy. I'm ready. <laughs> Why? Mm. 
Mm. Why is that? <laughs> and you thought my you thought my Wahlberg was bad? Come on, man. No, no, no. Okay. No. <laughs> Travis, yell this thing right now. My, guy, history, my guy Steven texts me about you. He goes, that that Tommy's he's he's something, isn't he? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, Steven is a very straightforward individual and he <laughs> loves the show and he loves, you know, he's even, he's on board with Travis's antics for you to be the guy that Steven, a very even keeled entertainment driven person texts me and goes, ah, Tommy, huh? <laughs> you don't like me, Steven? Uh, no, he, he likes you. I just, it's a bless his heart kind of way. Sorry. Go ahead, you guys. Okay, here we go. Oh, it's no. time for this day in Brighton's history. Surprise, sadness, relief, all words used to describe the impromptu resignation of Missouri Governor Eric Greitens on May 29, 2018. This, on the heels of multiple alleged scandals involving the state's chief political executive. One, regarding an extramarital affair. Another is charity and the darkest of campaign money. Now, his reputation tumbling down the Capitol steps. He previously threatened to throw lobbyists. How did Greitens end up here? Well, his troubles began in January of last year and never stopped. News 4 has obtained a recording of a woman allegedly confessing to her then-husband in great detail about a sexual encounter she had with Governor Greitens. Governor Eric Greitens is charged with felony invasion of privacy after allegedly taking and transmitting a compromising photo of his former mistress. Lies, 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 telling lies. New lies. They're lies. It was a lie. And they've continued to lie falsehoods. Falsehoods, falsehoods, falsehoods that have been pushed from the beginning. Downright false. False. Falsely claimed, outlandish, tabloid trash gossip. This is a political witch hunt. Let's call this what it is. A political witch hunt. Absurd political witch hunt. The movie Fifty Shades came out. Fifty Shades of Grey. Could you have talked to him about whether or not something like what? The content of that movie, whether you found that to be a turn on, whether you found that enticing or attractive. I once kissed a Frenchman in Tucson. Today, a prosecutor has dropped the false charges against me. Now, this is a great victory, and it has been a long time. I'm coming. This experience has been humbling, and I have emerged from it a changed man. If I was into tongue-kissing men with glasses, I'd be tongue-kissing you right now. Governor, why are you using taxpayer security guards to evade the press? I so appreciate you making Governor, the time to come out. I'm a hillbilly from West Butler County who talked to him in jeans and Carhartt. Al is a flamboyant and somewhat dramatic speaker, and frankly, it was very hard to communicate with him. Al Watkins doesn't speak hillbilly, and hillbillies have a hard time speaking to Al Watkins. Mr. Fawn articulates as though he has marbles in his mouth. Any of the grief that's been brought upon your clients children was initially instigated by actions by your client. So no, I, I, would, I would disagree. I uh, the governor in his well, closet in 2015. Mr. Watkins. Missouri's Republican Governor Eric Greitens says he will not resign despite calls from state GOP leadership for him to step down. Today, I am announcing that I will resign as governor of Missouri effective Friday, June 1st at 5 p.m. May God continue to bless you and to bless oh, the great state of Missouri. It was the story of the year in Missouri politics over. Just like that. Greitens. Fate sealed. Right? Stay tuned.
There it is. That story completely encapsulates everything that is Missouri and St. Louis politics. Doesn't help. Doesn't help. I'll tell you that much. Doesn't help. It was. It was. It was the worst of times. It, it, but this is what people vote for. This is when people just stop caring. And I know it's very easy in this day and age to be completely apathetic. But um, but politically, we need to really be more engaging or else there are going to continue to be more gritings that spring up every more two Blasios to four years. Too. Or more de Blasio's. You get more Rahm Emanuel's. You can go on. Mm-hmm. The list can go on. Like, it's really... And, and now even look at where we are as a, as a state now under Governor Parsons. Uh, Missouri stands to become the only state in the country without an abortion clinic. It's gotten to the point where you're getting what you voted for and people truly can be as apathetic as you want, but your lives are going to naturally change if you don't start paying attention. I think if Eric Greitens isn't in the back of your head as you get set for the next round of elections, then I don't know what else to say. You can care if you don't want to care, but it's going to come back and affect your life. And until people start realizing that, I wouldn't be surprised if we see another Griden-like political figure in the state of St. Louis, or excuse me, state of Missouri or in St. Louis sometime soon. Let's not just pick on Missouri. The whole country got hoodwinked by this same character, the same character. That's, this, this happens all the time. You see with that guy that you got so fired up about in Texas, the dude uh, who is a veteran, uh, with the eye patch, he's, he's playing this Crenshaw. game. He's playing this game. Like it's not just Missouri; it'll happen wherever. People in California get hoodwinked by a guy who's been in a bunch of movies. Like it's everywhere. I mean, it's easy to focus on this because it's obviously what we're talking about. I just think he's a symptom of a of a national thing because I mean, the guy was chummy with Barack Obama and then decided to play a character. He was like, an opportunist. He was yeah. an opportunist. That's yeah. all he was. You guys, remember when Crenshaw went on SNL? Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was funny. All right. I think that was funny, right? <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, uh, I, can't it was, I thought exactly. it was lame. So Pete Davidson made a joke about him That's not right. having an yeah, eye. Yeah, I thought it was funny. And then he came on to apologize, and it was like real hokey. And Pete Davidson was like, all right. Okay, That's well, it. there it is. That's a good explanation. It was pretty lame. I like but how you no, guys... I think, I, again, no, go ahead, Tommy. No, no, mine's not important. <laughs> no, I was just simply going to just put a bow on the grinds thing. But but I love the way you finished that, Gardner, because uh, as we've recently learned, he's entertaining the idea of perhaps re-entering politics. And currently, he is uh, back on duty with the Navy, which is an entire conversation within itself. But I really hope, though, going forward, and, and I think, yeah, we can certainly point to other states and other cities and what they have done. Uh, but for us as St. Louisans, people who talk so proudly about the area that we come from, you can't be apathetic. You can't be that person who's just going to go, oh, well, what can you do? And still try to operate a business or try to help the region in which you live in by being politically apathetic. So I hope more people are engaged this go around, seeing that you could end up with a guy like Grimes again running things yeah. that will directly well, affect your life. I mean, people vote. And people voted, you know, I mean, I think, people I think voted he, in Missouri. It's just. I think he'd get voted back in. I think the city of St. Louis. No, he won't. He, the, here's what happens. If he tries to run again, investigations come right away. They can't, they're not just going to. I said vote. 
I it, think the people, I think the general population oh, would vote for him. Oh, uh, maybe. But it will never get that far. Because the, the, they can't just let, let it go. They can't just drop what they were about to investigate. Right. There's a reason it was dropped. is because... Because he tapped out. Yes. Because the money that was involved, that dark money, those people did not want to be revealed. They did not want to be involved. They will be involved again if he tries to run. They will pick up that. In, they will have to look back at that investigation. Like you can't just let it go. There it is. So. Want to do some fair or foul? Great sure. work, Gardner. I see why you got here at 4:30. I, yeah, I that's some to editing, put my that man. Together. I, I realized I forgot a line in there. I wanted to put. What would it have been? It was going to be right when the clip stopped. It was going to be. It was the story of the year in Missouri politics. A story years in the making. And I forgot the story years in the making. I wanted to put that in there. Could have finished with until the day I die. I like how you guys made fun of me making a little voice and then that whole video was Gardner talking really soft. Who was he trying to be? Who was he? Like a, like a, I, I, I couldn't put my finger on it, but I thought it was like Twilight Zony in nature. No. No, wrong? All right. Mm, no. Just curious. We just—he just talked to Sean about it. What's oh. the old expression? A lie can travel halfway oh, around okay. the world before the truth gets its pants on. <laughs> so true. What? So true. So true. You know, as I A was lie can make it typing out the script for that, I was sitting here going, you know, I got Keith Morrison's email address. I wonder if I just emailed this to him, if he could read it for me real quick, and yeah. that would be really awesome if I could surprise everyone with that. But I watched then. a thing with him over the weekend where he was covering a, uh, a Canadian military murder on a base, and I've never seen more friendly interrogations in my entire life. My God. <laughs> oh, how's it was it amazing. Going? Did you yeah. see who also is a huge fan of his as well, Gartner? Uh, I saw Bill Hader got to meet him. Yeah, there. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah Bill yeah. Hader, huge fan. Yeah, he, he was uh, apparently, I guess, who set that up for him? I think Seth Meyers set it up for him. Uh, so it, he mentioned Pretty on awesome. Seth Meyers that he got to meet him. It was someone on the Today Show. Willie oh, Geist Willie Guys actually yeah, set Willie it Guys. up. What Willie was this on? Huh? What was this on? Is there somewhere you could watch it? Or is was it, it on that? Seth Meyers or no? Uh, or you can see that? Bill Hader on Seth Meyers talking about okay. getting to meet him, and they put a picture up there or whatever. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, because Bill Hader does the best impersonation of him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, there's something. Oh, like one of the, another random Keith Morrison thing is the uh, that uh, Seinfeld episode where when Kramer goes to California, and then they think he's the serial killer or whatever. <laughs> like if you remember when uh, uh, the the gang finds out that you know he's this guy. I think it's uh, it's Jerry and George in California at the time. The newsman on television doing that report about the murder is Keith Morrison. So Keith Morrison. It sure was. Yeah. How about that? So he's got a few other, you know, little appearances. Pop culture yeah. pop-ins. That's pretty great. Uh, guys, we asked you about a Whitney Houston hologram tour. Travis, mm -hmm. how do we get this segment going? We hand it off to the greatest president of all time, Barack Hussein Obama. I don't have Abraham Lincoln. Oh, that's uh, weird. Okay, that I'll, just, I'll, just hit this. I'll just hit this. At this defining moment, change has come to America. People often ask me, what's fair or foul? Is it a segment? Is it a movement? Is it hope? I can't say for certain. Time will be a true test of its power. But I can say, fair or foul is now and forever for the people. Gather around the radio with your loved ones and hold on to your butts. 
It's now time for FAIR. We give it back to you, the people. Or FOUL. Hey, 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 hey. You don't know that for sure. What's that video? On video, what's that say, Tommy? That note that Travis just held up? It said Tommy is a virgin, but it's not necessarily true. It's all right. What is your point with this? I can't wait to get another text. I want you to admit it. Admit it. Why would you do that? Yeah, this is kind of weird, Travis. This is weird, Travis. Not fall into your line of liberality. You're supposed to be woke, not a a, a bully. Hold on. I am an intern, Mm -hmm. and because of that. He's an independent contractor. Sorry, buddy. Shit. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Travis, up top. New York to St. Louis. Like to file a complaint with one of your contractors? Please do. Take it up with the yellow bird. <laughs> what? <laughs> His boss is a feathery giant bird in New York. Oh. What? what? I'm not a virgin. What are you going to do about it? I'm not a virgin. I've watched movies. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you was with a woman? Oh I'll God. call you. Oh, no. We'll talk about it. Oh, no. <laughs> You know what? For the most part, we've done a good job of uh, skipping out on the effing and fighting stories because it just pisses everyone off. All of a sudden, Travis turns this into who'd you do? Look, I'm like, (laughs) no, I'm trying to avoid those stories. No one should tell those stories because even if it's the coolest thing ever and you slept with Kathy Ireland in 1993, no one wants to hear it. I wasn't born. No one wants to hear it. And everybody just saw a little peek into my brain. Here's, Here's Tommy. Folks didn't get to see this today. This is seconds before we went live oh, today. Yeah. Tommy's talking about his family. And he shows up pulls up a picture of his brother on his phone. The Fonz, right? Yeah. The Fonz. He's the Fonz. Shows the picture to Chris. Wow, I didn't right ask his, for said picture. Right as I'm about ready to hit the open and goes, This is a shirtless photo of my brother. Mm-hmm. And just stopped there and left it at that. It didn't say anything else. And I'm like, Tommy, you can't say that. Right before I'm about to start everything. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't understand why I can't. Because it made me laugh too hard. Good. I'm glad I made you laugh. Fair foul. I'll, I'll send you the pic of my brother shirtless, Travis. Mm. <laughs> 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 well, uh, man. We asked you about a hologram tour with Whitney Houston. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Got to uh, got to watch out for that. A uh, couple submissions here and uh, twenty-five dollars to Antonino's is on the line. Love that restaurant, Gardner. You're a huge fan. Mm-hmm. Good <sighs> salads. Great salads. Yeah, you got the, uh, the ravioli, gluten-free Those options. They got the zucchini noodles. They got pasta. everything. That's right. Fair. If only I could see Whitney belt out, "I will always love you." One more time. Maybe Veronica from sophomore year algebra two will come back to me. Mm. Nice. Darling, I love you. TT's, pink eye. Mm. You guys down with uh, the original or uh, Whitney Houston's version more? Mm. I've never heard Anything either. Whitney Houston did is the best version. I don't know. Dolly's, Dolly Parton's haunting. 
I I, I think Dolly Parton is even on record saying that she's gone. She goes with Whitney, Whitney's version. I mean, you can't beat that vocal range, obviously. But yeah. man, there's something I special with, about Dolly's version. I too. go with Whitney's. Yeah, I mean they're all they'll put their yeah, own. Yeah, it's kind of like it. it's kind of like they both won a title, but you can't call the the one the best ever. I'll tell you what, that song right there. There used to be a bar in O'Fallon called the Corner Cooler. Let's talk about it. Corner Cooler had matchbooks oh that had on it, come as a stranger, leave as a friend. It was a true dive bar in uh-huh. downtown O'Fallon. Oh my. Any cigarettes in there? Oh, yeah. yeah. I once saw a man sing karaoke there who had a big gray beard down his chest and had the glasses that had the metal beads on them so you can put them around oh, your neck. Yes. He got up and sang that song in the most angelic way I've ever heard live, and I just sat there stunned. Like, almost in tears. It'll throw you off. Did Don't you know that guy's on? name, but I remember him singing that song at the corner cooler. <laughs> we'll never forget that story. Did your heart go on after that? That's a different Nice, Tommy. Oh. Nice, Tommy. Good job. Good reference. I like you the reference. It's well, good. You, it wasn't a good reference, did, was it? You just making heart jokes because you can? You think you can do that? Oh, it's his yeah, people. I think I can. You yeah. got carte blanche there? There no. you go, Tommy. Heart, no. Yeah, heart there blanche. you go, Tommy. Show us Heart blanche, yeah. No. I think I can make art jokes. Mm. Mm. Next up, mm. I can't. Fair, I can. I've heard that Midcoast Media is developing a hologram to replace one of their hosts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not listening. He's not. Whether it's because of his chronic lateness, insubordination, mm-hmm. or just to overcome his inevitable untimely death. Just the smidgel. Robo Trav is coming. It's all the goofy Travis humor, but, you know, employable. The Welch. I've been threatening RoboTrav since, like, the first episode we <laughs> saw, ever started this. Uh, that's from Carl Malone's Collarbone. Ooh. Who we got? Gentlemen, Gardner, you vote first. Uh, I'll go Carl Malone's Collarbone. Tommy. Carl Malone's Collarbone. Trav, you going to take personal assault into it, or what are you going with? TT's pink eye. Carl Malone's <laughs> collarbone has won $25 to Antonino's Taverna on the hill. You can't get food like that in New York, can you, you punk, huh? Huh? Hey, 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 hey. Pretty good. Uh, hey, guys, that's very disrespectful. Huge thanks to all of our sponsors. Again, one more time, shout it out to Matt Whitener and the folks uh, like Eric Heckman over at Tani and their new project, You, Me, and E. Check out Orlando Pace, Doug Pitt. Don Adamson on Sorensen, excuse me, Don Sorensen on the uh, podcast for the first time. Be sure to check out Impolite Company and all the other great podcasts like Static Podcast with Stacy Static that we record right here at the uh, show. Travis, big day on tap for you. You're gonna write a, you're gonna write a, an Emmy-winning episode today. I am actually uh, in the fourth quarter of completing a spec script for Warner Brothers, so. I uh, have a deadline in 48 hours, and I am up against it. So Papa Bear is going to be waist deep in some scripts and some scenes and some editing and some. So I'm looking forward to. um, Here's the thing about being, of course, a successful professional screenwriter, Chris, uh, that I can impart uh, to some of those in the audience. Sure. I'm sure that Tosh.0 thing, I'm sure there's a lot of writing involved for that show. But, um, all right, buddy. Where but, but the fact of the matter is, is that it's great that I don't have hair uh, because I think that this process has been some of the most 
stressful I've ever had to endure as a professional screenwriter, but it's part of the craft, man. When you're making magic, when you're creative, this is just this part of the magic. And so I'm feeling it now. Yeah, a month in, I could tell. Hopefully you'll have some good dialogue in there. Like, I want my pain, including the fro, copyrighted. Hmm. Mm, I'm going to think about that line. That's a that's a good line for us. Uh-huh. I will ride your back naked, too, if you like. Uh. Who, who, now, what was that in reference to? Stop Muslim immigration cold for now. That is, that is. Mm-hmm. How would your writer is. friends think? How would your woke writer's room feel mm-hmm. about that? Mm-hmm. Hmm? Well, I made the mistake the other day. Uh-oh. I was with a few of uh, the fellows, and they they asked questions about what I did. <laughs> and oh boy! I might have, I might have mentioned uh, something about we are live. Hmm. So. Um, we have some new listeners. Hey, Malik. Hey, Jebby. Hope you enjoyed the show. Hi, guys. Is that why you're trying to be woke? No, yeah. don't talk to them, please. I also write. Yeah. All right. Nope. That's, oh God. Here we go. Tommy is, that should, we should end it. Graced an advertising partner. He's. Uh, I did. He's man, Doctor Ed. Did you see him storm out of here? I did. Yeah. I felt mm-hmm. bad. I made Travis. Him mad. Kick some ass today. We're always uh, rooting for you. And uh, you I'm racist as hell. <laughs> uh, go watch the Blues oh, at Southtown oh, Pub oh, tonight, God. and then come watch comedy tomorrow. And uh, guys, it's been a fun show today. Huge thanks to all of our supporters. If uh, you haven't yet, hit share. Maybe subscribe on the iTunes. Share the show with somebody else so we can keep this train moving along. Thanks, everybody. We're back tomorrow, live at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, live from Baseball Town, USA. Peace. This is where I understand where President Trump is coming from.